0: Welcome to Green Eggs and West Ham. I'm Chris W. along with my co-host Chris S. This podcast is dedicated to providing lighthearted, concise analysis on everything concerning West Ham. We hope you enjoy the show.
1: Hello and welcome back to Green Eggs and West Ham after an electric 3-1 win at Brighton. West Ham have been doing really well for the start of the season. Chris, is this anything like you expected? And what did you see from the game?
0: Certainly not what I expected for the start of the season. I thought we were going to come out of the first uh, several several games without any wins, and maybe only with one or zero points. Uh, I thought that thought getting a draw at Bournemouth was the only chance we have for points until Luton Down. and even after that, um, even if we got a win at Luton Town after that man city is would be tough and so i thought we we were going to be at the bottom of the table come mid september and that was going to be very rough especially losing rice um and not what what seemed like coming into the season not a lot of replacements but we've really shaped up the team's pulled together we have several great signings and uh yeah brighton was a great win well what do what, what are your thoughts on the way moyes lined up in this game so we had aguard suspended with a red card our new center back Uh, not fit enough to start. Um, So he made an interesting change. What did you think?
1: Yeah, so it was interesting. I actually didn't expect Alvarez to play the full game. Um, I anticipated that he would need, he'd either be subbed off or uh, need a little bit more match fitness, but I'm glad to see him in the lineup. First of all, Um, the big change was our midfield. So Alvarez coming in, we had James Ward-Prowse in there with Paquetta out on the left. Uh, That was an interesting change. So obviously James Ward-Prowse did well, scored, 19th minute, right? Uh, Paquetta, though, seemed like he was a little bit more isolated, and I didn't particularly like – he really didn't have a lot of creativity on the left. I think that does hurt him as an individual player. I think it's probably better if he plays in the middle as our uh, attacking mid just because he's got that type of creativity, those uh, really nice – like I guess, how do you say it – like. Uh, unique passes where he can get it through yeah. and he can send a player forward when in a pass that you didn't see existed, you know? Um, so I, I, it's like a finesse, I guess, is what we are kind of missing because James ward brass. I don't think Nestle has that. He's not the same player as Paquetta, Right. So um, I, that's what I think we're missing. However, I thought we played really well. Um, We, I saw a stat that was, uh, we had for every 6.2% of possession we scored because we had 18% total in the first 30 minutes, we had 13% possession. So um, in that respect, you know, Paquette does give a lot of defensive effort and you had Emerson on that side. And that side was actually a really strong side compared to what it was last week, with Ben Rama out there. So I did like that, that uh, part of it. What are your thoughts? Because Do you think that James Ward-Prowse was the better attacking mid or do you think the defensive effort is the reason we put Paquetta on the left or the third option? Do you think we should um, put Paquetta back in there and then probably have James Ward-Prowse drop to Suchek's position?
0: Yeah, that's a tough one because I think the Alvarez finally being match fit kind of forced Moyes to make a decision. And we know from last season how hesitant he is to drop Suchek. So that makes it difficult. Plus Suchek, and I, uh, you know, I wouldn't have dropped Suchek either with the way he's played the first two games.
1: So God but ended keep dropping Suchek.
0: <laughs> yeah. Like well, yeah, that's true. We'll we'll get to that one in a little bit. <laughs> uh God or the fists of the keeper, one or the other. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, but the I, I think Paquetta on the left, I agree with you. He offers a lot more defensively than Ben Rama did. Um, he's a great link up player. Really connects the team, but he doesn't really have the pace and one-on-one style of dribbling that Ben. Rah- he's he's a very good dribbler of the ball, but it's it's a different kind of more getting through congested spaces than beating an individual person. Or Ben is more of a juke one way, go the other, get past the player. Um, and so. In a counter system that makes it very tough for him to be effective on the wing, Paqueta, and so, at least offensively. So I don't, I won't like this if this is long-term moving him there. I think we, we ultimately need to play Ward Prowse a midfield three. I think Paqueta's a definite start. I think the way Ward Prowse is played is a definite start, uh, and I think Alvarez will get the third spot. But I, I can see honestly Suchek rotating in for any one of those players at, at multiple points throughout the season. Um, and I thought I thought the Agbana replacement for Aguard was was the right one, kind of like for like change in terms of position. Um, and especially for a game where we're not expected to have a lot of possession, uh Agbana's defensive solidity was was yes. much needed there.
1: So what I, I really everyone played well. I mean, yeah. Zuma had a great game, I thought. Um, even when uh Kaher came on, right? Like it, he got a yellow, but it wasn't like it was kind of a warranted yellow, and then it was fine. I mean, he solid defensive everybody short up the defense just like we wanted. Even Ben Rama, when he, you know, when Suchek got injured, um, I thought he had a pretty decent game and was able to carry the ball forward a lot, which um uh, which we needed in certain points. Yeah.
0: So giving up as much possession as we did. Um, has both been a strength and a weakness of our team uh, over the last bit. We we st- we typically start very slow because we give up possession. And often last season that resulted in us falling behind. Also, when we go ahead in games, we tend to sit back a lot um, and give up chances. And that's resulted us losing a lot of points from a leading position. We saw that kind of with the Bournemouth game. What do you think was different about the way we defended without the ball today that where we didn't have possession, but we really weren't all that troubled for big portions of the game?
1: Yeah. So let me answer that with my biggest worry. My biggest worry is our man of the match was Areola, right? Mm-hmm. And that worries me if that continues because he had a great game. I thought Brighton had a couple really good shots, but he, he, you know, like we, um we put on Twitter, he was a brick wall. He, he couldn't get, you couldn't get past him. What I'm worried about and uh, more to answer your question is when we play a man city, you know, a Liverpool, some of these arsenal that have really good attacking um, talent in every position and, you know, yeah, maybe they'll put a couple shots on target, but those shots on target are going to be positioned perfectly. Right. So uh, I am a little bit worried. Like you said, giving up that much possession to teams. I thought Brighton, Brighton's a good team. They played well. They just didn't do a a whole lot when they were shooting in terms of the quality of the shots. I think we had the more expected goals than they did, even though they had like twenty nine to you know twelve shots or something like that. So yeah, um, I definitely created
0: better individual chances than what they did.
1: Yes, we did, we did, and so against Bournemouth too. Like we sat back and they had possession, they controlled the game, quote unquote, um, and and were able to come back. So, uh, I think it was the right play against Brighton, especially with how Brighton plays. Man City, I'm pretty sure we're going to have to do the exact same thing because you're just not going to keep, you're not going to beat them in possession with especially the players they have. Um, I am hesitant to, I mean, the counter attack did work this past game. So why change something that's working? I'm. We really haven't seen Brighton. I guess was the first really big game where it did work, and it, it did work really well. So I, I'm hesitant against Man City and stuff. But I mean, it did just work against Brighton. What are your it, thoughts?
0: Yeah, I, I think it it did just work against Brighton. I know Areola was my man of the match as well. Um, but I, I agree with you. We, st- we still had a better expected goals based on statistics. Mm-hmm. We we created fewer chances, but our chances were individually very much higher uh, quality than it's... theirs, and we put them away. Uh, this Brighton team really is designed to maintain possession. I What I was shocked about, not that they maintained possession, is that they didn't seem to have final creators or people that really took on uh, men one-on-one. I mean, I know Matoma is has that skill. He didn't really exhibit it very much. I think that was largely due to Sioux Falls' excellent defense. Um, I, and, you know, Sally March has been known to do that as well, but he wasn't didn't really seem all that involved in the game. Um, so I don't, do you think it moving to a team like City or, or Liverpool that has those players of so much better individual quality Um I am worried about that. What do you think about? It, it seemed like I honestly thought Welbeck was their worst player. <clears throat> I, I thought he and Ferguson, honestly, playing as kind of a, a front two or you know, kind of both the the front men, really did did nothing to trouble us. Didn't make any imposing runs. Didn't hold up the ball. I don't know how many touches they had, but it didn't seem to be that many for as for as much possession as they had. Uh, do you think when we get a player like Holland who can make those run ins runs behind, or um, maybe like a De Bruyne who might? Why is De Bruyne would be injured? Um, but a Foden or someone else or, or Grealish who can kind of cut in off the wing. Do you think we're going to have the defensive solidity to hold them off?
1: Yeah, I. So it's interesting because I was thinking about the formation we'd play against Man City and how that compares to the one we just played against Brighton. Uh, we're going to have some really quality centre backs. All three of them are going to be really, really good quality. So, so and you're I,
0: pretty certain we're going to move to a five back by then.
1: Yes, I think yeah. so. Based on the way the signings have gone, uh, so you, I say. Do you that think that's because, the right
0: move? I, I, yeah. I think you're right, but do you think that's the right move?
1: Yeah, I do. And the reason I say that is because we're like, you've mentioned Grealish, he, I mean, he did it today. He cut in from the wing um, and got a really good assist. So when he uh, cuts in, he's got quality. He can probably get past sufal You've got to have someone else behind Sioux to back him up. Right. And if you only had two, well, like you mentioned earlier, um, they've got Holland, they've got a lot of really good talent up forward that are going to be making those runs in behind. So if Zoom is going to cover Sioux fall, uh, I feel like you need extra defense. So I think what we'll do is we'll put in three center backs. Uh, we have Robert Panos. Now we're going to have a back. We're going to have Zuma. Uh, I think those are your starting three. And then if you need to somehow, you know, sub Antonio off later to hold a, a lead or something then you put up on him somewhere, I don't know, but um, you've got those three very solid center backs. Um, I think you put in Alvarez and I thought Alvarez had a really, really good game. Um, I, I thought so he was I, pretty good too. Yeah. So I think you do that, and I mean you. You hold now. I do think we need more than eighteen percent possession. I think you need to get to the twenties and thirties um, to really have chances against City because when you when you play Brighton, they pass back a lot to the keeper. They made a really bad mistake that led to one of our goals. We had a great ball up to Bowen that led to one of our goals, and then a good cross to James Ward-Prowse. I think we can do that cross to James Ward-Prowse. I don't think City are going to make that same mistake um, that led to. It was our second goal uh, and Tony went in. Oh no, it was the first one when Antonio passed over. And then I think maybe we could get a really good chance um, on a long ball to Bowen, but I, I think the, we're just not going to have as many and as good of chances. And that's yep. what really worries me. So I think we do need to control the game a little bit more than we did. Um, I, I do see us moving to a five back. I think we need that defensive effort, but I also want to see more. And I would, if I were Moyes, I'd tell the team, like we've got to control it more Set our pace, not let Man City set their pace. And you're not going to win possession, but if you get up to the 20 and 30, I thought 18 was a little low.
0: Yeah, I, I agree with you. We we need it worked specifically against this type of opponent. Yes, it, it's yes. not going to work um, for the other you know, other teams in the Premier League. They have yes. too, typically too much quality. Um, there's there's teams in the Premier League that we can dominate. Um, hopefully, Luton Town is one of them. Uh, but then only a few teams uh, could we let do that and and really get away with it. Um, let's kind of talk maybe about the two uh, new signings that featured in the game. You mentioned Alvarez getting his first start, playing roughly two thirds of the match. I can't remember exactly when he was subbed off, uh, and then James Ward-Prowse having uh, his first goal in Claret and Blue after getting two assists in his in his debut. Um, what, what do you think? So James, James let's start with James Wood Browse. obviously played in a very different position. He was kind of the center defensive mid in the first game, uh, more distributor there, but played in a very, um, pro- probably the most forward of the three until Suchet came off. How do, you, how do you think he he did in that position?
1: Yeah, I thought he did well. Uh, I don't think he's as effective as Paquetta in that center attacking mid. We covered that a little bit before. I think that also did hurt a little bit of our possession. Um, the reason I say that is because James Ward Prowse did really well. He was great at positioning He's a little bit better at defense. Um, but like I said, he doesn't have that creativity forward. And I think that ended up leading to some of our, um, our lower numbers on possession. So if I were to do it again, I would switch, I I wouldn't switch them. I would put Paquetta in mid and then James Ward Prowse behind. I thought James Ward Prowse had a really good game. Uh, he had that. You know, uh, wherewithal to know when to run forward when Antonio crossed it into him. I thought that was just good positioning on his part. Uh, he had that goal. It wasn't a goal line, but um, when his interception on the eighteen yard line, uh, when he threw his body on the line for that block, and it was a it was a good shot. And you know, because of uh of his block, the keeper didn't even have to think about it. So, um, I'm, I was glad to see that he threw his body on the line there. Uh, his again, he had really solid delivery on corner kicks, and I think we had one or two free kicks, so. Um, I thought he played really well. I think he, you just need him on the field. I don't think you need him in cam.
0: Yeah, I agree with you. I think he's probably best in the middle of, the, or not the most attacking, not the most defensive of the three mm-hmm. center mids. Uh, I I thought he played very well. I agree with you. Um, his kind of long ball distribution and kind of break starting. Passes were very good. I don't think he's like, I agree with you. I don't think he's like Paquetta where he kind of ping around a lot of short passes um, to kind of connect a lot of different players. I mean, he didn't, he did the team he played with in, in Southampton over the last several years. Didn't really play that way. That's not kind of what he's used to. He, he really does fit more of the Moyes long ball style in a lot of ways. The only thing I'd say, and he is good to fit defensive positioning. I, I am a little worried about his pace and ability to cover, particularly against teams that have fast midfielders or wingers that like to cut in front of the back line? Is he going to be able to track those players uh, or is he going to have to give away a few fouls? So we saw this kind of with Mark Noble um, a lot where he had very good defensive. Uh, Mark Noble, obviously, a more defensively focused than, than Ward Prowse, but more of a positioning player and a timing player than a being able to mark the same man fully across the field. What do you think about Ward-Prowse's kind of um, physical attributes? Do you think that's going to, could be a weakness later on or no?
1: Yeah, I think uh, we're not playing him for that. Uh, physicality, winning the aerial balls, that kind of stuff. I think he's decent at it when he goes up for a ball. I'm not, um, you know, automatically writing it off that we're going to lose it. But I think that we need to rely on other players to fill that, like a Sucheck, for instance. Um, you mentioned, you know, Mark Noble when he was a little slower towards the end and he relied on either really good positioning or, um, you know, coverage, I guess uh, is the best way to put it. And I think that's what James Ford Press is going to do. But I also, throughout this game, I really didn't see where he uh, really suffered because of that. Like he had that good defensive positioning so that he made sure he had coverage or he was the coverage in a lot of instances. So I think the good positioning and the, the um, like how smart he is as a player, I think he is a really, really smart player. I think that is what's going to, um, to cover it. So I'm not, I'm not worried about it. Okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I guess I'd say I was, I think we were fortunate in this Brighton game, the way Brighton chose to attack, which was very much at least in line with our fullbacks, if not outside of our fullbacks, that they, they didn't have that type of um, between the lines player that we might see uh, cause us problems. Um, but yeah, I, th- I think he, if we have a player like Alvarez behind him, I think that will help us a lot. Kind of move maybe moving to Alvarez. I thought he had a tremendous kind of activity on the defensive end, just like he did in his kind of 20-minute debut the game before. We didn't really see a lot of passing or ball movement or carrying from him. He had that one kind of after he made a recovery in the box, kind of faked out a couple people. Um and then laid it off but but nothing super progressive from him do you think that's going to be a characteristic of his game or do you think that's more just a product of this match and the way we played in that
1: i will say i do think that's a characteristic of his game and i want to i want to pose this question to you because i think this is going to completely wrap up uh everything It's going to be a really good discussion um and it's going to answer your question in a, in a question so when you asked me earlier, um, what, right when we bought Alvarez, you said, you know, you've watched him on the men's national, or play him the men's national team, uh, obviously with Alvarez on Mexico. Um, you know, and I said that he had really frustrated the men's national team, he uh, U.S. men's national team. He had, he had really good defensive positioning and had that, uh, kind of like I just mentioned with James Ward-Prowse, that uh, ability to know where you're, he's needed and fit into those slot positions and get to where, uh, so that positioning on the field so here's here's what I want to pose to you: Are we better off with Rice? Did was that a really good decision on our part? Because yes, we got a bunch of money, but I would say Alvarez. I I never saw a point where that uh the hole left by Declan Rice was visible on the field against Brighton, and Brighton's a team where I thought we would see that. Um, however, Alvarez covered really well. I thought. I mean, Suchek unfortunately got hurt, uh, but I think he would have, and I think we had. We had coverage the whole time. There was never a time where I thought, man, I'm really, really missing Rice. Uh, just because we've, I mean, we got James Ward-Prowse, you know, we've we got Alvarez. Like, I think yeah. we've got that covered.
0: I think we have the defensive portion covered, uh, both between Alvarez's positioning and if we still play Suchek often. Yes. Um, also, I think James Ward-Prowse, like you said, like we've talked about, is can position himself very well to contribute defensively. And Paquetta, if he's playing there, really has stepped kind of the last third of last season and in the end of this season, stepped up how he contributes on that end. I think we'll be fine defensively. I what I think we will miss is the ball carrying of Rice. I think I think Ward prowse can offer most of the kind of switches of play, long balls. I think we saw that in his, especially in his debut both of his assists were kind of longer um, balls that put our forwards in good positions uh, or well, that, sorry, his, his, well, not his first assist. His first assist was a corner, but the one he, he hit up to I believe Antonio was kind of a one touch long ball. Um, and then he he did that in this game as well. A few times where he, we win the ball, someone passes it to him and he takes a one hit to switch the field. So I think, that part of what Rice offered, we have most. We should have mostly covered, but what Rice did that I don't think this team has is a, the ability to break up the play himself mm-hmm. and then carry the ball twenty yards, thirty yards down the field. We we saw this more often in the Europa Conference League than we did in the Premier League. But those lung busting runs that basically Declan Rice was the break. Um, where I think more this past game it was. We had we strung kind of three-ish great passes together uh, as the the, the counter So I, yeah. that's what I'd say. I think it's still too early to say if we're better off or not from Rice. I think Alvarez and Ward Prouse are great replacements for what Rice offered.
1: Yeah. That's fair. Uh, I do think we're, we've we used his money well, uh, the money we yeah. got from the sale of Duck and Rice, right? So, James Lord Prowse, uh, we've got Mavropanos that's going to come in and play. And then I'm Alvarez, obviously. And I'm, I'm super excited about uh, our new signing, Kudis. And I think he's going to electrify our attack in a way that we didn't see before. So, I think this game, Brighton, you know, the way they play, it's, it's a lot of possession, sure our 18% possession was like you mentioned kind of, you know, long balls and some decent passing, but it, a lot of it was long balls. I think uh, Mohammed Kudis is going to change that and allow us to go on the attack more. Cause right now I see our defensive super solid, our defensive effort, super solid. I see our attack. Um, I think we have some really good individual players. I just don't know that we're ever going to really have And It's not the moist system, the possession behind, uh, going down one side and then having to switch the field and go down the other side, because what you have at the moment, isn't working. You know, we kind of like if you've been dribbles down the left side, uh, he either looks for a pass or um, tries to get it to the top of the 18. So we're not really like switching the field at that point, much like city and Brighton do. Yeah. Uh, I think who's going to change that. Is that what well, you're seeing?
0: I'm very excited. I'm one very excited about the signing. I have basically two concerns with it in terms of, one positionally where are we going to play him he's tends to play he as an as kind of a number 10 sometimes plays as a center mid but not often and then if he play and he can also play on the wing but he typically plays on the right wing rather than the left wing from what i've gathered so and i'd say if if he was a left winger i think it's no no question he fits in kind of on that Ben Rama spot in our current formation. Although if we move to a five back, that position disappears. Where one I'm, where, where does he fit? Let's let's talk about that first. I'll bring up my other, my other uh, concern later. What one, where do you think he's going to actually fit in this team? Do you think he's going to go in the midfield three? Do you think he's going to go on the wing?
1: Yeah, I think he will go on the wing and I think he's going to go in for Bowen. I think Bowen's going to move to striker. And I think that is why we have not purchased a striker. Because uh, we have Antonio, obviously. We've got Ings, who actually I thought had a really decent game uh, against Brighton and obviously had that defensive effort yeah. um, that one time. But I th- I thought he played really well and had good positioning. That's another point. And then I think we will move Bowen up there. Because from what I'm seeing from Bowen, he's it's kind of like Antonio, right? Where the, Antonio was a fantastic winger, but... His presence forward just made problems for the defense, and Antonio is a different player than Bowen. But Bowen too has really good runs forward. He's got pretty good defensive effort, so I don't know how that's going to work uh, in terms of if you know Kudus will. I think he has that same effort, but obviously that's just yet to be seen. Do you think so we could play? That's what I think.
0: Do you think we could play all three of them together, like basically Antonio Bowen and Kudis as a more interchangeable group? I know Bowen and Antonio often drift into different portions. When Ben Rama's out there, he Ben Rama still primarily sticks to the left. Yes, um, doesn't at least not as much freedom of movement as the other two. Do you think Bowen, Kudis, and uh, Antonio could kind of play together? Where I guess Antonio would probably be the most leftward of the three.
1: Yeah. So here's here's what I say to that. I think I do see them playing together. I don't think you're going to see them starting that way. Uh, I think it would be an offensive sub to have all three of them play together. Uh, so, you know, maybe take off Alvarez if you're doing, if you're really ahead or you need a goal or something. Um, so that so would... at that
0: point, would Kudas operate more as starting in the midfield, but then coming to, you know, being involved in the attacking motions?
1: Um, uh, so I'm thinking, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know where he's gonna fit in if he's gonna automatically take Bowen's spot. Yeah. Uh, if he's going to automatically start, and I don't think he will start an- initially. Uh, I think it's gonna take either a lack of effort from Bone, shot. I don't think you're gonna see, um, or some you know injury or something for Kudus to really play. Like for instance, if Antonio got injured, then our question's solved, right? Um, uh, because Kudus can just um, yeah. sub in for him. We can put Bowen up top, whatever. <laughs>
0: Our question solved, but our team has suffered. Our team
1: is not, yeah. yeah. That'd be, I mean, that, yeah. God forbid that happens. But
0: well, it, so, it, it's Antonio. It's probably going to happen in the next five. Yeah. Seasons, so yeah.
1: Statistically speaking, when yeah. it's when, yeah. yeah. Uh, no, I, so I have really liked what I've seen from Ben Rama. Uh I thought his dribbles forward really good too. And I thought I, I thought he
0: was better this game. I think he, I still think he lacked some defensive contribution and final product in the first two games. I thought he was better this game though.
1: Yes, but I think he deserves a start. And that's what I'm saying is I don't think you can take any of these mm-hmm. players away just to put Kudis in there and try him out. Right. Like yeah. I, I feel like Kudis has got to earn his spot a little bit. Marvropanos is a little bit easier, a little bit easier. Uh, if you do switch to a five back, if not, then, you know, a and Zuma, I thought it played pretty well too. Maybe, maybe you take a work wear it out, but that's a different story. I just think that Marvapanos has a little bit easier time getting in because I think our attack has been, Sorry, each attacking player has played well.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I I agree with you. Yeah. Antonio, two goals in two games, being a menace on the back line, Bowen scoring again, and being. Yeah. Paquetta
1: has been insane.
0: But yeah, Paquetta's been great. And like, even in the same, if you move to that 5 3 2 formation, Bowen and Antonio are probably your two two forward players. And then that leaves. You're going to start Paquetta. You're pro. You're going to start Ward Prowse. You're probably going to start Alvarez, and then yeah, that that that's a tough, tough fit for Kudis. Although with the price tag, it looks like he, I mean, he's. I think he's going to play a very crucial role in terms of playtime this year. I just it, it needs to wait to be seen where that's going to be.
1: Yeah, and uh, so Chris, I want to ask you about a formation change and see what your thoughts are on this. If we did a five back, three defensive mids, if this would be like. Um, against a city or someone where you need a a ton of defense Liverpool. Um, So five back three defensive mids and then a two, uh, let's see, five, three, two, one. Yeah. So if you had two, those two wingers come in more centrally and play almost like a left center, uh, left attacking mid center, attacking mid and right center attacking mid, if that kind of makes sense. And then one striker. So So you have
0: the five, three, two, basically. yeah,
1: Yeah. But I'm saying you move. Yeah. You, your attack is a triangle that's kind of what i'm getting at your attack mm. is a triangle so kind of with... two
0: two holding midfielders and then three forwardish players
1: yes yep okay. and those players all rotate they, they yeah. there's no it's there's no side to them they're just okay. does that kind of make sense and do yeah. you think that would work for our team
0: um i think it would it would depend on the forward players I think the middle two would have to be Alvarez and Ward Prowse, and then you would have to basically push Paqueta into that forward three. Yeah. Um, I don't think you can get away with Paqueta Ward Prowse as the two midfielders, because then I think you're you're too exposed defensively. You don't like you don't want either of those players sitting back full time. So it would be better to have someone like Alvarez or Suchek in there to be the more defensive yeah. and against against a team like city. I think you're going to want to check in there anyway, because our best chance to score is going to be from the set pieces.
1: Yeah. So that's I true. Think, actually with the delivery of or change word browse,
0: <laughs> I almost think we could do a five, four, one in, in, in very defensive games where we have basically our four midfielders of Sue Alvarez, Ward Prowse, and Paqueta, Paqueta being the most advanced, mm-hmm. and then a single striker in either Bowen or Antonio that's just running in behind every chance they get and basically trying to win corners, bringing up Suchik and the other big strikers, Ward Prowse delivering and hoping to get a goal that way.
1: Yeah. And I so say, I don't think we're actually ever going to start that way. I think that would be if we did a defensive sub. Um, we could shift to that formation. Yeah, But yeah, anyways, just interesting to talk about. Yeah.
0: And then, yeah, so I think that uh, it's going to be some tricky how Kudus fits in with what we have, but I think it'll still be a good signing. The only other thing I'm concerned about, we talked about Ward Prowse basically being a perfect fit for Moyes ball based on what he played at Southampton. Obviously Alvarez came from the same club as Kudas came from in Ajax, but very different positions and what they're being asked to do. Kudas from his statistics seems like more of a pacey ball carrier, but also someone who completed a lot of passes. Uh, Ajax play play a more possession style system being pretty much, they own the Dutch league for the most part. I can't, I don't know how many times, and if not every, I know they maybe didn't lo- win one or two years because of PSV, but otherwise very dominant in that league. Almost every week they're expected to win, expected to dominate. So Kudis played with a lot of, as an attacking player, played with a lot of the ball. Where in, in this system, we're lucky to hit 40% possession in a game, even against teams were better than, just the way we play. I am somewhat concerned that this has the potential to be like a whole signing where we sign a player of a different position, but doesn't fit Moise's style. And so they never take off. Are you concerned about that at all with Kudis?
1: Yeah. So we've had Skamaka too, which was kind of the same thing, even though he got injured, I never, never really fit into the way we wanted to play uh, compared to how, he, you know, the stats he had before um, in Italy. So especially for the Italian national team. So I'm, um, I am concerned that that is always a concern, I would say. However, I'm trusting right now in Stiden and what he's seeing because I think the players we've brought in, I'm really excited about. I think we can fit them. There's got to be a plan to bring Kudis in, right? You wouldn't just bring him in and be like, oh, we don't really know where we're going to fit him. You know, maybe there's something in training we're not seeing. Um, So I am excited to see how we line up, let's say the first two or three games that uh, Kudis actually can play in. Because I don't think you're going to see him start the first time, but he might fit into a position later. And I, I, I think that's going to help increase our possession. And I think if you put Paquetta back in center mid and that kind of stuff, um, we may not control the entire game. But, you know, we've got like Lutton Towns coming up and darn if we we better control this game, you know. So I think it is not as big of a shift as what Hilaire came in with where he was used to a second striker up there. And we pretty much only played one striker up there his entire time. I think it's a little bit of a change, but I don't think it's, it's that drastic.
0: Okay. Yeah. I think yeah. that's, I think that's fair. I mean, I'm, I'm still hopeful it's going to be very successful. I'm excited about the signing. I just kind of see the potential there um, for, for us to, I think our, his ball carrying will be great for us either way. Just think his, the, the style of passing might not shine through, uh, in the way we play in a lot of games, but I'm excited to see what he offers to the team. Uh, I want, I think he scored, was it a hat trick in his last game? at I at
1: least two, at least um, two. Okay.
0: Yep. Um, in,
1: you're talking about the European game. I think it was like, yeah, Maine, Air, it, was Bulgaria a, or something. yeah
0: it was, um, yeah, it, it was something I, I can't remember what it was off the top of my head, but he, he scored, um, a couple, couple goals at least, yeah, in his final game, I think. So that was obviously still a very exciting player. I'm, I'm, I'm pumped. Young potential to improve. Uh, yeah, very excited.
1: So something else I think he offers, and I'm curious to see how this actually goes. Bowen right now, when you slot a ball through to him, he's got like one defender on him, and he can beat maybe one or two, but it's pretty much one defender the entire time. With Antonio, you've got pretty much it takes he takes a couple defenders with him every time uh, and that's why he's such a threat too and he has really good hold up i think kudis is going to be one of those that takes a couple more defenders with him um and he's like you mentioned really quick but also because of how um uh, what i don't want to say like how i guess good he is or how much of a threat he is and i think we're going to see that um you know in the next couple games that we play him hopefully uh I think he's going to be, he's going to draw more defenders than Bowen, which I think is going to benefit us because that's going to open more lanes. So that's where I kind of see him fitting in. If Bowen doesn't um, either doesn't play there or we shift Bowen over or something, I don't, it's harsh to take Bowen out though. So
0: yeah, you can't it's yeah. With his track record, it's just, yeah. And, and you know, we're, we're pretty much sitting at a fully fit team. Now it's very possible that injuries happen early in the season. That kind of, open certain positions in the team that aren't available based off form of the players right now.
1: Yeah, this is the first time we've actually had a little bit of depth to our team. Yeah. And with Europe coming up and see so that is one other place you know we could see a lot is uh kind of like the Ariola Fabianski switch that we had last season where, you know, Ariola was Europe and Fabianski was Premier League. We could see that a little bit with this uh rotation in players, I would say.
0: Yeah. And like Flynn Downs last year got good game time Mm -hmm. in the early rounds of Europe. That could, this could be an opportunity for Mbama or, um, even some other youth team players to play a little bit, uh, in particular positions, which would be nice.
1: So we sit number two in the premier league right now, uh, behind city by two points, uh, with city having arguably one of the best teams I've ever seen period. Um, what is the biggest danger to us coming up in and not necessarily this next couple of games, uh, but throughout the season where we've started really strong, you know, what is it an injury? Is it losing the chemistry and the confidence that we have right now, especially off our win at Brighton? Uh, what do you see being, you know, maybe fatigued with starting to play Europe in a little bit?
0: Yeah. I think there's a couple potential things. If we don't sign another forward, in the window and Antonio goes down or what's even Paqueta goes down. I think those are the two most irreplaceable players in our team in terms of what they offer compared to what the rest of the team can do. No one can replace what Paqueta does in midfield in our current setup, maybe Kudis if he's yeah. fantastic. Um, but and then no one can really replace replace the hold up play of Antonio. You know, Bowen can offer a better, maybe potentially better goal scoring threat. But if we're going to play sitting back and then running down the channels, it's going to be tough to, for Bowen to physically compete with the the center backs the way Antonio does. Um, so I'd say that is a big threat to our season success. We saw that kind of last year when. Antonio went down. Our, our offense kind of sputtered in a way. Um, I also think we we've had better expected goals in the in the last two games, just against Chelsea and against Brighton, than than those two teams respectively. But we played a style of football that is still very dependent on. Well executed long balls. So like we we had a better expected goals, but let's say Ben rama's pass to Bowen was just a little bit off. Mm. Let's say that goalkeeper didn't fumble the ball for James Ward-Prowse to get onto. It's I could see it very easy easy that our offense basically dries up uh, compared to the. I mean, it did last year. We had more expected goals than goals we scored by a big margin. Um, we just weren't clinical last year. So if we if we kind of revert back to that, that's that's my biggest biggest red flag or, or, or potential of letdown. What about you?
1: Yeah, it's pretty much the same. I would have categorized it as chemistry or confidence, uh, but it leads to the exact same thing where you're not, I think we are going to be very solid defensively and we've got a lot of, of depth, but also you can move players, even if you have more center backs get hurt, and you know you need to add an extra midfielder to cover or something like we, we can do things there where we don't have a lot of options are the offense because of like you mentioned Piquetta paquette gets hurt maybe you're him with Fournals. nows can give a couple of the slotted passes but nothing near what Paquetta can give um if you know antonio gets hurt well danny Ings and bowen if you, if you put Bowen up there are not going to match that you know you've got um and I'm just trying to think like Ben Rama on the left, if Ben Rama gets hurt, I feel like he's a little bit more replaceable, uh, especially with Kudis coming in. We've got some, some other options, but you know, you've got one, you're one or two key injuries away from our offense, either completely falling apart, or even if you don't have any injuries losing that. uh, Yeah. Like you mentioned, the keeper gets onto that ball and suddenly we don't, we don't have, we're not a goal or two up. Yeah. um a couple of things don't go our way you know it's not like we are pounding the net and so. we haven't
0: played from behind this year
1: and we haven't played from behind yeah you're right
0: which is it's tough to play a counter attacking style when you're behind
1: yeah so that's what's interesting i think we're going to control that and that we need to we, that pretty much has to, i mean it doesn't have to be a win but i if we got three points i'd feel really good going into city city are going to be the first really big test of I think this Moyes system now, Brighton was a big test too. don't get me wrong. Chelsea was a pretty decent test too. Um, But I think, you know, city, if this works against city, I'm going to commit to it for the rest of the season. But I think like you mentioned, we haven't played from behind. And as soon as we do, what's, what's the team's response going to be, you yeah. know, are we still going to have that confidence going forward to, you know, put our body, the team's bodies on the line? Um, I don't know.
0: Yeah. I'm, I think seven points in three games is fantastic. Uh, even if if we happen to lose the next two games, which I think we'll I think we'll get a win at Luton Town for sure. I don't think we'll get anything from City. I think they're just yeah. too good. But even if we didn't six seven points, I'd be happy knowing knowing the opponents we're going to face. I'd be so happy at the start of the season if we came away with seven points in our first five, let alone our first three. Uh, so I think I think we're really in a good position, and I think we have we've recruited smartly this window, especially with losing Rice, because we really haven't lost any other significant player in terms of minutes played um, from from last year. And yet I think we've added multiple players that will be big contributors for us.
1: A uh, little bit of a long-range question, but where in the Premier League do you think we deserve with the team and the talent we have right now, in, including Kudis, uh, maybe getting one more striker, but let's you know kind of leave that out. And then, where do you think do you think we'll actually end up there? Do you think uh we'll kind of focus on Europe like we did and drop our league position a little bit more once we got a little bit more safety?
0: Yeah, I think we're, I think we're top half, but still not in the top six uh, in terms of just talent on paper. Um, I think we're we much better than than teams like Wolves, um, even lower level teams like like Sheffield, Burnley, Bournemouth, Nottingham Forest. Um, Newcastle, I still think they they're, they haven't performed well so far this season, but they um, they're good. They're good. They were great <laughs> last year. They have they, <laughs> they recruit. They just spent so much money the last couple of years. Uh, Crystal Palace, I mm, I think we're better on paper than Crystal Palace, but Crystal Palace still have a few exciting players. Um, I think we're not quite where all the traditional powerhouses are. Not don't expect to be. I think we have a better roster than Brighton, even though Brighton's mm-hmm. had so much more success over the last two years. Basically, in terms of, of Premier League uh, status, um, they've changed. You know, obviously, changed managers. Uh, he had great success last year, but and great success before us. But but losing Caicedo, losing a couple other players. It, it's still there's been a lot of turnover there. Um, I don't, we're not, I don't think we're we're where Tottenham are. And I think we
1: all just lost Kane though,
0: just lost Kane, but they still have son. They still have a lot of good young players. Like I financially, they had been able to invest a lot earlier than we were Mm -hmm. on kind of the big signings. And so I think it still puts them a little bit ahead of us. Um, I, I really like the new manager they got, um, Pasta Coglu. I think he is very good. I think he'll be very fun manager uh, for the most part. And so that's – basically, I think we're we're probably about eighth or ninth.
1: Yeah, I do think we have a chance to finish top six. I don't yeah. – it's like a wild card. I see the first, top four for sure i think are are yeah. pretty solid i think the fifth is pretty solid too like i'm just tr- talking in general terms the sixth is where i'm i'm not super sure uh yeah. i think you could see like you mentioned maybe palace you know villa actually have a decent team this year um i you I know think, brighton if they i don't know
0: i think finishing sixth is within a, within the realm uh within the realm i think we could yeah. chelsea could fall apart i think newcastle could have a bad stretch i think man united i'm still not convinced on in turn term- mm-hmm. like I, I still think that they could
1: they've squeaked out like two victories now yeah.
0: They, yeah. i mean they, they could they could be fantastic but they also really could just fall apart there's been a lot of change at, at liverpool um i think they kind of snuck out with a win today yes as well um Absolutely. and so i think arsenal i think city Arsenal City and i Tottenham are all yep. certainly above us. Like there, I don't think there's any way to finish above any of them. I think Liverpool and Man United and Chelsea will most likely and Newcastle will most likely be above us, but I can see for each individual team a way we can end up above them.
1: Now, to sum up, what gets us there? What gets us into probably not competing for the top yeah. one, two, three, but the top, let's say four, five, six? and i would say oh, in terms I, of long term view well long term view yeah long term view because our attack right now is good i don't think it's the quality that gets us to fourth
0: i think i think we're too far away to even really think about that because we're not there now we'd need a few a few more replaced players to get there like i think we would need Better fullbacks than what we have. I think I like Emerson and Soufal, but I don't think they're good enough to be top four sure. players. Um, I think our defense could be there, it, and our center backs could be there. I think Ariola could be could be that level. Our midfield is is there. I think or could be there with with the potential. Bowen can be there. Kudus has the potential. Antonio, I think this is the last season we're going to get anything good out of him, just based on his age um, and injury history. So we would need to really just nail a home run at a striker signing, and that and fullbacks, um, I think, will get us there.
1: Yeah, and I could see one more. Like you've got the Frennels Bowen, who or sorry, um, Frennels Ben Rama. Uh, I think they're mid Premier League quality. I think you need. Uh, one more attacking-minded player that can yeah. shore up the left mid, starts every game, creates a million chances. Uh, so I think we're, yeah, probably one to, th- well, definitely one, maybe two to three players away attacking-wise. And then, like you mentioned, the fullbacks. Because the fullbacks, for yeah. other teams, they provide, I mean, our team, we've got good ones. But the other teams, they can create a lot of chances. Like, think, let's just say you had Jack Grealish on the left. And you had what a Kyle Walker or something. I mean, I get that they're the top, but that's the quality I think like you mentioned that you need to get into the top flight of the Premier League.
0: Well, and the the depth of those teams is just so different than oh, what we have to because like disgusting. We're, we can get one or two injuries and suffer. I mean De Bruyne gets injured and City don't even lose a step. Yeah. It's because they have a you know, they have a player of you know, pre- of Paquetta's quality at least at minimum coming in to replace them yeah so yeah. but i know I, i'm really happy with what we are i think the signings we've made i'm so much happier than than us if we would than if we would have signed McGuire. i don't think that would have pushed us in the right direction it would have been a stopgap at best um kudos coming in this greek defender i'm not even going to try to say right now because i don't have his i don't have his name written down in front of me uh and, and alvarez i think are excellent excellent signings i think ward prowse Will offer a lot this year. He's already contributed to three goals uh, in yeah. two games, which is incredible. Um, I, he's not. I don't think he'll. I can't see how he keeps that up. Um, but, <laughs> no. but if he does, great. <laughs> yeah. But no, I'm just happy happy where we are right now. Do you have any final thoughts, Chris, before we wrap up?
1: No, I'm I'm very happy with where we are right now. I think you you hit the nail on the head with even if we take uh, you know, a couple losses in the next you know in let's say the next four games we're still in a really good spot. So the uh, Brighton and Chelsea picking up points from them was, was really, really big for us. I think we've got a great start to the season. I, I want to see where fit fits in the team. And I want to see that chemistry and confidence keep up, especially when we get behind, because there will be times when we get behind, even to a team, let's say Luton town scores uh, first, you know, we we're going to have to come back from that. Um, and I want to, I don't want the team to fall apart in past seasons. Like we have. Yeah. Um, for this season because i think i think too that the effort from the players is much better than we've seen in past seasons and that, that's something i really like the the effort and the quality that it seems like they really care and they're putting their you know like ginger press put his body on the line for it like that kind yeah. of effort is so going put to make his a difference.
0: life on the line <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah anyways so yeah i think it's a great start um we'll, we'll see what happens in town and then uh and I, I don't know when our next episode will be, um, um, you know, we've got some travel coming up. So probably after the city game is when we'll get our next episode out, but uh, we're going to be pretty consistent this season, I think. So that'll be really exciting.
0: Yep. Well, that concludes this episode. And uh, hopefully, hopefully next time we talk to you, we have three more or six more points in, in on the bank. So come on, you irons.
1: Come on, you irons.